Welcome to Community Pilot Podcast with me, Sergey Generalov. On the show, we invite community leaders to share their experience and reveal the insights of the community building through their stories. Today, we invited Alexander Valsev. He's an entrepreneur in finances and business education and a general manager at SF Education, a company that provides online business courses. In this episode, we sat down with Alex to discuss his journey from a small online group where he initially created all educational content and gave it away for free to an ad tech company and a community with more than 65,000 of people. We talked about the challenges of creating a business around existing community and how to deal with the different types of feedback. Alexander, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you here today. Uh, hi, Sergey. It's a pleasure. Hey, um, for somebody who doesn't know you, can you tell a little bit more about yourself and how did you become a founder or organizer of uh, SF Education uh, Community? Mm-hmm. And actually, what SF stands for? Because knows. in here where I am from, where I'm living right now, actually, SF means San Francisco. Yeah. Well, so my name is Alexander, Alexander Valtsev. I'm originally from St. Petersburg, Russia. Family moved to Toronto, Canada, where I lived for about seven years. And and then after graduating from uh, the University of Toronto, I went back to Russia and I worked in uh, investment banking in Moscow. And uh, after a while, I basically started doing my own business. The self-education actually uh, is a new name that I have for my community, for my business. I used to be called Société uh, Financière or Financière. I don't actually know how to pronounce it correctly. It's French. It's kind of like a community of finance professionals. That's what it stood for in the beginning. I founded the community in 2013, and so it's been like six years almost. Uh, basically, it was uh, originally just a, co- a hobby for me. I was a student. I majored in finance, and basically, I wanted to to have a space where I kept all my uh, study materials in one place and uh, shared it with uh, other people. So, so I founded the Stefanice. This community is uh, primarily based in VK. It's a it's a Russian version of Facebook. We also have a following in Facebook and Instagram, uh, but it's growing. Uh, In VK, we have around 60,000 followers right now. So it's, it's actually a huge growth, uh, especially given the fact that, you know, the, the amount of people who are interested in finance in, in Russia or ex-Soviet Union space is, is a lot smaller than in North America or Europe. But then as uh, the community grew, it was obvious that people simply can't pronounce Sostefinitia, <laughs> so I shortened it to SF Education. I know it's a, it's a joke it's, or it's actually like a, a game of words that in English, it also stands for San Francisco, but it, it was uh, so it's after education right now. Well, let's see, let's talk about how it evolved into being a business, right? Right now, what SF Education does is we offer courses that teach people, online courses uh, that teach people topics of, of corporate finance, accounting, taxation, corporate law, um, management consulting, and these kind of areas. We also uh, teach people about programming, especially Python. Uh, SQL, uh, Excel, and so on. As I said before, in, in the beginning, it was just basically a space where I shared uh, my study materials and I found, or whatever I found on the internet that I deemed interesting, I just, I basically put it up in the community's page and people started following. And then uh, basically a year after I started, it grew to 
around 10,000 people, which may not seem a lot, but given the fact that I didn't spend a dollar on marketing, uh, I think it was pretty successful. As time went on and I finished my studies, so as I said before, I moved to Moscow to uh, work in the industry. Um, a problem arose because I didn't really have much time to uh, keep the community or grow it. And also the people who I started the community with, there were around two other guys. They just left. They didn't see it was they didn't see the interest in it because you know they're also students and then they graduated moved somewhere they had their own stuff to do so for about three months i kind of just kept it on because uh well i didn't want to leave it there were more than ten thousand people already subscribed to the page people were asking questions and so on so it was pretty uh, it was kind of like a hustle to me really at the beginning mm -hmm. uh but then um as the crisis the economic crisis uh hit the country i was in between jobs and you know as i had a lot more free time so i, I started um work in the community again so that lasted for maybe six or nine months i started doing more work started like i kept producing content uploading it training with people but you know at the end of the day the same thoughts were in my mind right i was thinking okay uh, so now I have like 15,000 people or 20,000 people don't remember the exact number and so what you know it's, it's taking time and people demand higher quality content so and they ask you questions yeah, right sure I yeah, mean, they, the people continue to ask questions. Yeah, they, take they continue your time. to ask questions. So you have more subscribers. You'll get more questions in uh, DM, direct messages, right? So uh, basically, you know, it was fun, but uh, I was working in, in in other projects at the same time. And I was thinking, okay, how can I how can I make money on this? You know, how can I pay myself for doing all this work? Uh, and the solution actually came by chance. I had new partners by then. We were working on a product. We actually wanted to um, offer a sort of outsource service for smaller American companies that needed like investor relations um, product. You no, know, uh, let me just give you an example. Okay, so big companies like Coca-Cola or Apple, they have a, you know a whole department uh, working with invest called investor relations. As you have public relations, you also have investor relations. If you're a public company, you're shares trade in the market you need to have people who work basically with the investors. So there are smaller companies uh, that do not have the money or do not have the time to set it up themselves. So they use, you know, outsourced services. We wanted to be like one of the players. So uh, to do that, I needed people who could do all the number crunching and so on. So I started teaching some of my interns. I had a bunch of people who just wanted to try it uh they wanted to have it on the resume so i said okay let's 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 try this um i started teaching people by skype okay so like five or six people listening to me explaining to them how to build financial models how to build presentations and stuff like this well uh after about a five-hour session on skype i was thinking hey you know these things that i'm teaching right now they may be interested to a broader public, right? I have 10, 15,000 people in my, um, in my uh, community, right? Maybe somebody wants to know more about this, especially given the fact that this is, a, you know, a very important topic in finance. And a lot of people, especially in Russia, they don't, they don't have um, good education, uh, well, practical education. They basically just learn a bunch of theory, read books, and when they graduate, they don't really know anything. So I, I basically just posted, I made a post saying, okay, guys, if you want to learn, you know, the basics of financial modeling, uh, just message me. 
you know the next uh, uh, lesson starts uh, you know the coming this coming Saturday this is going to be a two-day course and surprisingly I managed to gather I believe it was like 20 people and uh, obviously the price was pretty small because it was just you know, I was testing but it was something you know and uh, this kept on going for about four or five weeks and you know I, I made I made it as a sizable income it was comparable to what I made you know in a month or two of regular work so I was thinking okay so people are interested in these topics let's expand the course let's include more things and uh, let, let me teach more complicated matters and you know this kind of went, kept on going for a while for maybe about six months and then I, I was thinking okay let's I have all, all these people in my community uh, maybe there are other professionals who are actually working right now in the industry and have more experience than me they can teach the people uh, the things that I cannot teach or they can pass some more valuable knowledge than I can. And I invited a couple of guys. Uh, one of the guys, actually my partner right now, he, he lives in the States, in uh, Salt Lake City. Uh, at that point time, he was uh, working in Goldman Sachs. So that was a good uh, brand for the course, obviously. Uh, so I invited him and uh, a couple of other guys. And we made a, big, a bigger course, we made like a summer course uh, in finance. That was summer 2016, I believe. And it was pretty successful uh, in terms of the number of people, in terms of revenue. You know, it was, pretty, it was still pretty raw, but uh, it did a job. And we helped, uh, you know, I, I think we delivered some tremendous value to, the, to our listeners. When you started posting this commercial mm -hmm. offering in your community page, like before you actually made your first post uh, on your community pages, weren't you afraid what people would say? Uh, that you try to monetize, you know, free content and like what, you know what I mean? Like people always have... Yeah, I know there Sometimes. are always people who are trying to, uh, you know, try and try. I, I, I don't really understand this mentality. I think it's kind of like con sort of communist mentality that everything should be free. Well, first of all, it was not free content, right? It was, I wasn't like, I wasn't, my course was my own thing. It, was, it wasn't some content that I found on the internet and just had, decided to use it, right? I, I made my own presentations. I, I developed my own Excel spreadsheets and so on. Uh, well, there, there are people who still say the same things right now, you know, you know, it's, it's funny that you ask this because we not not so long ago. Uh, let me let me just put it in a nutshell. So if you're if 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 you're a big community of VK, you can uh, you can um, attract paid advertising. Okay, and sometimes it's it's done automatically. Once you hit a certain number, uh, like a certain amount of people are visiting your page on a daily basis, uh, they automatically um, connect you to to this marketing platform. And so basically, anyone can. Uh, share their uh, their ad on on your on your in, in your community for 24 hours it's going to be on, on your page everyone's going to see it and um, if you don't if you don't notice it early enough you know it's just going to get locked and that's it you can't do anything you can't delete the post it's going to stay there for 24 hours and not so long ago maybe about you know four or five months ago we uh we had somebody uh make a paid post right a paid uh, ad it was some sort of some sort of like MLM company or whatever. Basically, you know, people trying to uh, people are trying to trick other people. Yeah, basically. trying to trick other people, get other people's money, and so on. So this was done by accident, and I was like, well, okay, so I can't really do anything about it. So you just you just need to suck it up, and you know. 
it was so sad that I had like 30 comments saying things like, oh, I'm un unsubscribing or, you know, this is awful. What are you, why are you doing this, guys? You know, you've, you've fallen so, so far, you know, what, what are you, uh, you know, how can you be this kind of things? And I didn't really say anything because I knew it, it wasn't worth my time because it's, you, can, you can remove this ad in 24 hours. But it was so disappointing because we make, uh, for the last two years at least, we've been making our own content right now if you go to our pages 100% of what you see there is our own content you know we either write it or we film it or we record it if it's if it's a podcast for example and uh, we don't get such responses you know we probably have like five to ten comments if it's if it's a very controversial topic otherwise it's you know people just kind of like the like the post and, and repost it. that's all they do and this was uh, just a, a, you know stupid commercial that wasn't it wasn't even my our fault it just kind of appeared that's how the system works and i got more responses uh negative responses uh and and, and i was thinking to myself okay well I have a team of people working for me, about 10 people right now, uh, not including all the uh, lecturers who I can just consider like suppliers, so they're not part of the team. Um, all these people need to get, need to get paid. You know, if, if, you, if you want this high quality content, someone has to produce. So if you're, if you're doing this, and as, as I said before, it was my fault. It was, that's how the system works. They just posted an ad on my page if you if you guys think that all this content just appears magically out of nowhere and doesn't cost anything well that's a huge mistake usually if it's free stuff uh, as i found from my experience and as other people tell me you know it's usually not very very high quality because if you, if you have something valuable to share you usually want something in return it just doesn't work the other way yes you have a lot of free stuff on the internet you have premiums that's how the business works yes you give a lot of free stuff first and then you get people to pay for this so there have always been people who uh, say things like well you're trying to you know trying to belittle whatever basically whatever, whatever i'm doing there are people there have been people who've been saying okay so your courses are basically for people who don't know english because once you learn english you can always go to your competitors and it's going to be you know higher quality and so so on and so forth no, so there are people like this. There are obviously people who think that uh, because they've been surrounded by so much free stuff, they just think that everything on the internet is free. So, well, you just kind of need to ignore that. That's all. That's my advice. So, like, in your experience doing this, mm -hmm. you would say that the people who get disappointed are more vocal mm -hmm. than the people who actually consume and yeah. in, uh, consume your content and try to learn Absolutely, yes. Uh, how do you balance and actually, I mean, yes, you can ignore and don't get discouraged by the naysayers, but really, how do you make a balance out of it? Because you still need to get feedback from people who say mm -hmm. uh, negative things because sometimes this yeah, feedback absolutely. is valuable. But in other way, you also need to encourage people who provide you positive feedback to give you mm -hmm. feedback. So you can and your team especially when you have a team of people working for you you want them to see that their content they're creating are valuable yeah. um what's your experience there yeah well first let me address this uh, the, the fact that there are there are obviously more people who are more uh, the, the people who are disappointed are more vocal about this absolutely you see it everywhere in life right so if you're happy with the service you know more often than um than not 
you're just you're not gonna, gonna you're not gonna leave like a, a, a special review right on Google or on Airbnb whatever service you're using. On the other hand, if you're disappointed, you will take the extra mile to actually go on the website and leave uh, you know like a paragraph of 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 um, you know basically a paragraph just saying how disappointed you were. That's how that's usually how it works. That's first thing. Uh, secondly, as you mentioned that you need to balance things right well because the, the things that we do are, are valuable and people see value in this obviously there are people who say good things in the comments to say you know thanks a lot guys you made my day or you know i've been looking for this for a long time you you did it for me or you know we have a lot of loyal people uh, there, there's actually a metric in vk that shows the amount of loyal subscribers it's, called, it's kind of called like a core core subscribers or something like this we currently have uh 25% of our group deemed to be core subscribers so these are people who think that our stuff is very important for them they visit our page regularly maybe several times a day and so on uh secondly well I usually I'm very attentive to the feedback that I receive from our customers. Okay, so we have uh, you know topics in our on our public page that are um, dedicated to, to to our product. For example, you know this course in, in data science. For example, uh, we encourage our customers to leave reviews there, and uh, 99% these are positive reviews. Obviously, positive reviews are good for marketing, but they are not really good for no product development, for example. So that's why we have anonymous reviews. We do like anonymous votes in, in the end of the course to see what people liked, what they didn't like. You know, if, if they needed, uh, if you need to replace the lecture or if you need to update content, you know, some of our video lectures, so on. So we encourage people. Well, how do we do this? Uh, a certain amount of people, a certain percentage, just kind of leaves review. They leave reviews jazz because you ask them you just say no guys if you want to leave reviews please do this you know we we, we really need them we need to improve our product and we actually want to see that uh, you know your words make our lives happier so to say um and also sometimes uh we also encourage them by giving out some free stuff for example you know a course in financial modeling just finished we say okay guys please leave, leave reviews we see your review we're going to give you a free lesson from our from from the next course from like level two of, of the same uh, branch or uh, so, so some other course that people are interested in so that's how we do this. You will obviously, you're not always going to have a very good you know, response rate. I would probably say around maybe 20% of customers actually leave reviews. Others may not care. I don't know. Well, you're going to be, you know, I'm going to work on this. I'm just going to get one of my colleagues to uh, systematically, uh, you know, talk to people and see what they say. They may leave reviews in, in private messages. They may not want to be, you know, seen by everyone else. So. Right. That's that's how we do this. So yeah, I, I think you described uh, right now is um, what you described right now is the business operation mm -hmm. side of yep. the things, and um, given the how it started, you started it as a content where we put the uh, your lectures, and then um, organically it grew, and eventually you started to monetize it. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's on a VK social network, and it's called a community page, but can we really call that a community? Like, why do you think, or what do you think is um, this fine line between content creation and the business? Mm -hmm. 
or just a community where people exchange things between each other. Okay. Well, um, I don't think I can tell you where the fine line is. Uh, but, <laughs> but what I can tell you is that, you know, how we, how we managed to uh, keep it. Uh, well, first of all, we have a number of chats uh, on VK, on Telegram. Uh, probably as we get more subscribers on Facebook, we're also going to start one there. Um, so we probably have, you know, a thousand people or so that, that are uh, constantly chatting. In, in, in various themes, theme chats. We have like a career chat. We have a, a chat dedicated to you know, personal investing or trading. We have a chat dedicated to uh, finance and topics like this. And we have a chat that people just kind of flood with uh, post memes and so on, just joking. Um, so you, can, you obviously are not going to be able to have all 60,000 people uh, chatting and we don't really need that um, so I, I just guess after you reach a certain amount of subscribers once you get a certain amount of uh, publicity you will have to have a community within a community so these, these these are your core subscribers these are the people who have been following you for I don't know two three four years and we have these people and uh, a lot of them are also our customers but again you, you can do little things that that will enable uh, people to share their thoughts but you know usually it's it's usually negative things once you start some sort of controversial topic you post like a, an article that people disagree with that's when you usually get the most responses we you what we used to be, I think it's also uh-huh. sorry i think it's also nature of actually uh, russian <laughs> yeah that's uh, people that they more vocal when the negative um thoughts arise. Yeah, they really <laughs> want to share their opinions that's that's how it's usually done uh what well in the past when we because uh, I, I said before that uh 100 of the content that we post is our own right so that's first thing secondly uh in the past i used to post like make like eight to ten posts a day that's a lot and uh when i had this amount of po- this amount of posts uh, i could obviously afford to uh, post other people's questions and start discussions and so on and uh, you know people wanted to find books people wanted to find like teammates and some uh, sort of like business case championship or whatever uh, people wanted to ask questions uh, when i had when i didn't uh, when my content was not high quality i obviously let i had lower quality content but i had more interact right now only make like three to four, to four posts a day. One or two of these posts are, you know, uh, they, 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 they contain some advertising. So obviously you're only, you're only left with like two posts that are not uh, advertising that, that are actually just good for consumption. Like, well, all my posts are good. For, all my content is good for consumption, but you know what I mean, right? So the, the, these are the things that people can just kind of read. Uh, without seeing the ads um, and as I in, uh, improved the quality of my content I unfortunately had to uh, slash uh, this um, ch- a channel of interaction so I had to kind of transfer it either to uh, chats on VK or to chats on, on telegram and that's where people ask all their questions if they need a partner in some uh, venture or if they, they want to uh, find some information or they, they, they want to find new books or they want uh, uh, advice or something or a review of some sort of product or service. That's that's what so, you should do it. So naturally, by scaling the community larger uh, to larger amount of people, you naturally had to 
uh, giveaway and Interaction, uh, yeah. power of control in terms of how people communicate. And you just opened the Telegram chat uh, group where yeah. people can freely talk to each other. And as, yes. as I assume that created some dynamics within the group where yep. s- uh, more experienced people help uh, new uh, comers yeah. and yeah. Uh, give advices. Okay. I think um, I think it was a very uh, great conversation. Actually, and, uh, let, let me just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask. Sure, I wanted to actually ask uh, one more last question. But I, uh, I just, I just remember something. Um, I think a very good community builder is um, conducting webinars. Uh, I don't know. I guess everyone knows what webinars are, right? So they came from the U.S. They're still, uh, I, I believe, they're still a, a very powerful tool, not only for marketing but also for uh, gathering people together. That, this is actually another thing that we used to um, increase interaction. Uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, four years ago, as long as four years ago, I just simply conduct webinars. I talked to people and they wanted to share topics. And I said, okay, let's just, just, just do like an open webinar. Uh, you know, I'm going to talk about these things. You're going to cover this topic. And it was kind of like a, sort of like a TV program, except it was not on TV, it was just uh, on, on the internet, on YouTube, in fact. Um, and, uh, you know, since then, we've been doing this um, pretty successfully. I think we average, you know, two, one or two webinars every week uh, with our experts or with guests. And, uh, you know, people ask questions there, people get to know each other, people get to know, uh, people get to see faces, uh, you know, of, of our uh, teammates of my teammates and um, that's that's also a way to uh, increase uh, you know your reach and to uh, bring people together uh, but as I said before you know as you scale up it's pretty difficult to uh, keep it interactive you know on, on the one hand uh, you you have a, um, a risk of uh, people just posting random stuff and uh, you know cursing at each other and so on uh, on the other on the other uh, side on the contrary you you have a risk of having just kind of like a news feed where you have like, uh, good information uh, just like any news channel but nobody is really involved people just, just kind of like liking it they see it they react to it they don't uh, you know they don't start conversations they don't start discussing things it's kind of like just they're just consuming the content and that's all that's that, that's the, the other side of uh, where it where it goes. So, in my opinion, um, I find you know a temporal solution to that. As we grow bigger, we'll look for other ways to increase interaction and uh, you, know, you know grow our the number of, of core subscribers and you know increase the percentage of core subscribers to to the total population of our of our public page. Yeah, I think the challenges that you're facing right now and that the fact that uh, you're trying to address them through segmentation of the community, mm-hmm. through doing a different kind of content and also uh, researching the different ways you can give a people a voice and uh, give them to uh, without moderation or with moderation yeah. to talk to each other. I think this is all very interesting. And um, I think uh, it would be very interesting to have another episode, but unfortunately we have to uh, keep this episode short. Um, let me ask you a few uh, more questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, like a fireside. Mm-hmm. I, I give you a short question and uh, you have um, 30 seconds or less to answer. Are okay. uh, you ready? Yeah, sure. 
Okay, so uh, what uh, resource online or offline book or, or maybe blog you would recommend me to read next, maybe in finances? Well, if it's finances, uh, you'll obviously, first of all, want to subscribe to our page. Uh, but, <laughs> yes, uh, I already did that. If, uh, if, if you want, um, I would actually recommend, uh, if, if you just want some general stuff, to, you know, some general information or, you know, some news, I would recommend that you subscribe to maybe Bloomberg TV on YouTube. They have uh, always a feed going on all the time. So you get some news on, on you know, venture capital and finance and so on. If you want a specific uh, book uh, on finance, especially if you're new to that, I would recommend uh, Benjamin Graham. It's called The Intelligent Investor. The book is, I don't know, 60 years old, maybe more. But, you know, the principles are still the same. That's okay. I think that's my next reading um, to figure out how to pay all these credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, um, so the second question is, uh, what advice you would give uh, new community builders, uh, content creators, people who just started you know, or continuing to do what they're doing? Uh, like, uh, what the like the best uh, advice uh, you would wish somebody gave you or you always give to people? Well, I would probably say there are two pieces of advice I can give you or uh, the people who are uh, just starting. Uh, first is, uh, be, you know, be persistent. Um, if, if, if I had stopped doing what I've been doing, you know, four or five years ago, uh, I would have a very different life and probably would not be as happy as I am right now. Right now. You, you know, you don't have, you don't see success immediately. It takes a long time. It took me two years, maybe more, before I started earning my first dollars or rubles, should I say? Uh, and that's okay. You know, if you're if you're starting a project, you have to make sure that you are uh, completely dedicated. That you 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 know that's all you do. Well, maybe it's not all you do, but this is this is the number one thing for you. As they say, go all in, right? So stay dedicated, go all in. That's the only way how you can, uh, you know, beat your competitors, how you can keep growing your community and, and so on. Advice number two, when you're testing something, right, you're testing new content, you test, you're testing new ways of communication uh, to your subscribers, uh, give it a go. You know, uh, don't, be, don't be discouraged by, you know, poor results in, in the short run. Uh, let it run. Let it, you know, give yourself a few months before you gather enough statistics, before you conduct number of polls and you actually talk to people and see how they like it. Uh, don't change topics or don't change your focus, you know, every week or every month. That's not how it's going to work. Uh, what I believe uh, made my project successful is being focused on one major topic. And that's that's been, you know, finance and uh things around finance that's that's how we grew and that's why we are basically just one number one community in, in this uh, um, field in russia and the uh, ex-soviet union countries i think on this great note and these two great advices uh we will finish our podcast uh thanks alexander for joining me today it was such a pleasure to learn about your community and uh, i hope to see you in the next episodes yeah thanks sergey thanks for inviting me I uh, hope that uh, things that I said are going to be useful and encouraging to all these uh, other guys who are starting their um, 
pages or communities and or growing those. Oh, yeah, I think it's very useful advice as you give today. Thank you again and uh, see you next. Thank you for listening to the Community Pilot Podcast. Check out our last episodes and find upcoming ones on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud and Spotify. Stay tuned.